Hello, I'm John Deeks and welcome to the Your Life Choices podcast. For over 22 years, Your Life Choices has been providing Australians with essential news, articles and retirement resources from some of Australia's leading journalists. And with over 270,000 members and growing, Your Life Choices is Australia's longest established and most trusted digital destination for the over 50s. While Australians lost a whopping $323 million to scams in 2021, a figure that smashed records and dwarfed the previous year's sum. Some 286,000 reports were made to the ACCC Scam Watch in 21. And most importantly to our Your Life Choices audience, people over 65 accounted for more than a quarter of all money lost at $81 million. The data showed how effective scammers are at taking advantage of Australians, certainly our seniors. Now, to explain all this and to drill down on those numbers and to help you not become a scam statistic, I'm very pleased to welcome back to the show Delia Ricard, Deputy Chair of the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission. Delia, welcome. Hi, John, and I need to make people even more depressed because that number that we had reported to the ACCC last year, $323 million, was probably only about 13% of the losses. Oh, no. So only about 13% of victims report to are us. They, are they embarrassed or...? I, I think they're embarrassed. I think they think it won't get their money back. They also report to other places. They're more likely to report to their bank or some of those places. Or, or ring up Talkback Radio or something. Yeah. yeah. We collected the data from the banks, the police, ourselves, other agencies, and we know one third of people don't tell anyone, and it came to 850 million. So, given that we had an 84% increase to us, my guess is that last year we probably lost all up over $2 billion to scam. Uh, Delia, last time we spoke, you had received a scam call just before we spoke. Um, and I, I remember quite clearly the, the irony was not lost on us, and I can assure you. Uh, th- th- this is a, a terrible thing. It just keeps getting more pervasive, does it not? Well, I think, unfortunately, we live in a society which runs to a fair degree on trust. I mean, you wouldn't get on the road and get in a car if there wasn't a degree of trust. But when we're online, whether it's on the phone, on the internet, on social media, we have to be sceptical because scammers are very good at pretending to be anyone and they usually try to be a respected, trusted organisation, a government department, a telco, an energy company, a major retailer and they can imitate them perfectly and they're very good at being convincing. So if somebody contacts you out of the blue on the phone or any of these ways, you really can't know who you're dealing with. So being sceptical and remembering some of the golden rules here which is if someone contracts you out of the blue, no matter what their story, don't give them personal information, especially not banking information, don't give them money, don't give them remote access to your computer. And if you think something might be true, hang up, go and don't use the contact details they've used, but mm. find their number in a phone book or doing a Google search, etc., and call up and say, look, I had this contact, is it real or not? And that will protect you from a large percentage of the scams out there. The, I mean, look, apart from the, the 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 terrible, we're going to close your account, it, it worries me that it, so many of our seniors are worried because it, it can be very intimidating, very frightening when someone contacts them to say, we're going to close your account and if you don't uh, contact us and tell, talk to us about this, uh, you could in fact go to jail and, and all these terrible, terrible things. It must keep you awake at night, Delia. 
It, it really does, and it is incredibly intimidating. And there's that end, which is sort of scary stuff, and I've had relatives who've fallen for it, even though you know I talk regularly to them about scams. Yeah, yeah. But it's also the, the, the seemingly innocuous, innocent stuff, like you get something, an email offering you a free Woolworths or Coles voucher if you do a survey and answer some questions. But in amongst those questions, there'll be things like, what was your mother's maiden name? What was the uh, name of your first pet? All those things that institutions use to check identity. So I think that especially older Australians don't quite know the value of their personal information and what bad things can be done with it and it gets into the wrong hands. So it, it's depressing as all hell. What about some of the other types of scams, uh, such as uh, dating scams, especially for the seniors? Uh, look, I, I want to talk about dating and investment because these are the two most insidious and the ones that cause the greatest damage. You know, we all know that you know life can get lonely when you when you're by yourself, and often when you're older, you might be widowed or divorced. Kids have moved out, and so it would be nice to find somebody. Um, and scammers know that, and they also know that older people tend to have a bit of equity in a home, a bit of money, so they like to target them. And what we're seeing these days is scammers not just appearing on dating sites, etc., but in really innocent-sounding places like, you know, online Scrabble games, Word with Friends, Word with mm. Friends, and starting off a chat or on social media. So people's guard isn't up. They're not out there looking for love, so they're not thinking logically, well, these are the signs of a, a romance scanner. And then they gain the person's affections, and then they go for the money. They're groomed. They are absolutely groomed. And the interesting thing is we've seen some slight changes in the way they ask for money in dating scams in the last year or so. So it used to always be they were a single parent, their only child or their mother had been in a terrible accident, they couldn't access their funds, could you send some, all those sorts of excuses. Now what they're doing is after a while they bring the conversation around to money. They say, oh, let me show you. I've been investing in cryptocurrencies. Let me show you and let me show you what I've made, blah, blah, blah. And then said, you know, I can help you. Would you like to, to be able to do it? I can tell you what to do. And people do. And quite often they just, you know, might do 100 or 200 just to test the waters. And then they think, oh, well, I might just take it out and see if it's real. And they go to take it out and they can. So they think, oh, wow, this really is real. And they've also got the reassurances of this person they've fallen in love with. So then they invest more and more, tell their friends and family about it and People are losing a monster, John. It is just appalling. And can I tell you about one more, John, that I think will be of particular interest to your audience? Because I suspect you've got some self-funded retirees out there, mm. or you know, people with a small amount tucked away, and they want it to last. So they're not looking necessarily to invest in cryptocurrencies, mm. which is where we saw the greatest losses last year, but something that's safe, a name that they recommend. And the other thing we've seen this year is scammers taking. The real prospectuses from ASX top 100 companies, so we're talking about Telstra and you know Commonwealth Bank and all these organisations that we know and basically trust, and all they do is change the contact details. Mm. And you might then get, you'll find it online or something, you'll get in contact, you'll speak with people who sound like proper investment advisors, all of this. You put your money in and it just disappears. So if you're thinking of investing in one of the well-known companies, go to the company, Again, check if you've got the legitimate contact details, um, not off some random thing you find on the internet, etc., or from a phone call. Uh, what What are they doing to assure the 
consumer? And what is the ACCC doing to help prevent them from doing that? Look, a few things. The companies, once they become aware of it, and there's usually a lag between when it happens and they become aware, will put up warnings on their websites, etc. Probably there's more they should be doing. The ACCC, and especially on the investment side, also ASIC, we, we do a lot of work. We do what we call disruption work. So we're not a police force, and most of the scammers aren't here. So the traditional, you know, go out, find the crook, arrest them, send them to jail. It's a model, yes, that does sometimes happen, but it's, it's, it's not going to cure the scams problem. So what we do is we work with, I call it disruption, two, in two spaces. We try and make it harder for the scammers to contact people in the first place. So we've done a lot of work with the telcos. They have stopped over several hundred million calls in the last year from scammers getting through. There's still more work to be done and a lot to be done around SMSs. We likewise try and work with the digital platforms, etc., for them to keep scammers off. They do some stuff, but they need to do more. And then we also work to try and stop the money going. So if the scammer has reached you, the money going to them. So we've done a lot of work with the banks, and the banks have really picked up their act in this area over the last couple of years, and they are doing a lot more to stop scams, both recognising that something's a scam and, and talking to the person and convincing them not to send the money, and occasionally managing to tra- get some money back when they've been contacted quickly. So that work is going on and you know, with the smart people constantly trying to think of cleverer, better ways to disrupt these scams because they're an absolute scourge on society and they ruin some people's lives. They do. They do. Not only financially, but every other way as well. I've got uh, one on my phone, Delia, which says, uh, Hi, mate. Never heard of this person before. Uh, With this Bitcoin, start earning money every time someone makes a transaction. Join now. Here's the website to go to. Uh, now, obviously, I just looked at it and laughed, and um, then I hit uh, that phone number and say, "Block this call forever." Good. Um, what are what are some of the simple ways if you get, i.e., on your phone, um, something that looks dodgy, or someone rings you at always at tea time and says, uh, "You know, are you interested in?" Um, you just can can do the delete this call or, or stop this caller from ever calling. I just do the delete this call if I can figure out, I block it. It doesn't always seem to be an option that I get. Um, so do definitely do that. If you're at home and you don't recognise the number, think about just not answering. I'll tell you, every time I see something that I don't recognise, I don't answer, and if it's important, they'll leave a message. Remember those days, messages? <laughs> that is exactly right. I haven't answered our landline for several years Oh, now. gosh, the landline. Turning... You go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but they're turning up on my mobile phone, which absolutely infuriates uh, me. Yeah. And so you just can't be too careful. But where you get something that's an SMS or an email, whatever you do, no matter how tempting it is, do not click on links because that's how malware gets onto your phone and your computer gets infected and just resist at all costs. There's one going around at the moment with the flu bot. This one only affects Android devices so or non-Apple devices. And they're saying, oh, look, we found this video of you or spot this. And they're always luring things. You think, oh, I wonder what that picture is. You, you want to tap it. Don't do it. Yeah, I had that one as well. Delia, tell me about uh, ScamWatch. What is it and how can we help? ScamWatch is this absolutely fantastic website that gives you all the information about the current scams that are going around how to identify them, 
how to avoid them and what to do if you've been scammed. And you can also sign up for a free monthly newsletter there, which is just an email that will come to you telling you about scam. And it's scamwatch.gov.au. And it's terrific. So I very much recommend it to people as a really useful resource. And there's even, believe it or not, in this day and age, we still have a hard copy booklet called The Little Black Book of Scams, which won lots of awards over the years. Also, I just have to stop and tell you, because I've already found out today, Scamwatch has just been voted the best scam-fighting website in the world. So wow. that is really, really exciting, yes. I'm on it, um, I'm on it now, and it looks, it looks great. Scamwatch.gov. Uh, dot au and it's it's got yeah alerts scams uh, misdelivery voice call yeah it's everything is here it is everything that's there and the other organisation to be aware of is just a fantastic organisation that's a um, a not for profit that the services are free called ID Care and it's idcare.org, who where if you do have your personal information stolen, they can really help you unravel things and fix things up. They're fabulous. So the website to go to is id... idcare.org, or you can call them on 1-800-595-166, and they do a brilliant job of helping you unravel the nightmare that is ID theft. Delia, I don't know how you sleep nights because uh, you just want to go and uh, just try and save the world uh, in your your Batgirl outfit. And um, I tell you what, it's just a fantastic job you do. Thank you so much for giving up some time. Um, Our 270,000-odd members would be very, very much indebted to you. And if we can save one person from losing money, even worse, uh, then the job's been done. But please, folks, be careful. Trust no one. And double-check, double-check, and don't click on links. Delia, thank you again. We do appreciate your call. Thanks, John. It's an absolute pleasure, and I hope it helps people. Delia Rickard, Deputy Chair, Australian Competition and Consumer Commission. We thank you for joining us today. And remember, Your Life Choices provides the over 50 Australians with essential news articles and retirement resources, whether it be on age, pension benefits, finance, travel, health, games to keep the grey matter engaged and so much more. Head to yourlifechoices.com.au for past links to our podcasts. As always, our mission is to inform, empower and engage. And if you know someone who could benefit from Australia's longest established and most trusted digital destination for the over 50s, please spread the word. Membership is always free. I'm John Deeks and on behalf of the Your Life Choices team, be well and happy and be careful. We'll see you next time.